Do you know what, Rebecca? God has definitely used you, and praise God. I, you know what, ladies? We'll just give God the glory for what he's done in Rebecca's life. It's okay, I'm away. <laughs> I have lenses in, but they're not 100% wonderful. So I looked at that there, and I thought, I'm never going to be able to read. <laughs> so these are old glasses that aren't... 100% wonderful either, but the two of them work together, so they do. So, um, Matthew chapter 14. Alison, no, 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 it's fine, it's all right. Matthew chapter 14. Alison, I was in the bathroom tonight, and guess what verse came into my mind? I will give these the treasures of darkness. No, but you're only after quoting. So, when thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. Girls, for, every, for everything there is a season. And I just wonder, what season are you in tonight? You see, sometimes we are in the mountains, and sometimes we are in the valleys. And sometimes we've had a bake, we get our makeup on, we look all gorgeous. Don't we look all gorgeous, ladies? <laughs> so we do. And yet our hearts can be breaking. Are you coming to me too? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm wearing my hair back. Well, I'll put it somewhere else. Put it in the middle. Here, come here. Oh, that's what's wrong. Thank you. Do you know what I'm thinking, girls? I'm thinking, see, when I walk here. <laughs> I pray this doesn't start to crack or I'll never hear the end of it. <laughs> so will not. Girls, there's times we're in the mountains and there's times we're in the valleys. And you know, whether we're in the mountain or whether we're in a valley, we have a three times holy God that is interested in you and interested in me. And, you, and it will be just for a little short time, so it will. But um, just to have a wee look at 14, Matthew chapter 14. Because in Matthew chapter 14, it starts off on a mountain. And here's the disciples, and, and they're gathered together, so they are. And imagine whenever the no food, and that wee boy brings us lunch. And do you imagine, can you just imagine if you were there? They probably nearly fainted whenever it just kept going out and going out and going out. And then whenever they were lifting the baskets in, and there's another basket, and there's another basket. And maybe their eyes are popping out of their heads. And if you and I were there, I'm sure we would do nothing but talk. Did you see that? Did you see that? How many baskets are that now? Seven, eight, nine, what? And our hearts will be blessed. And there is times we are in the mountain. But girls, there's also times we're in the valley. And we could be in the mountain tonight and in the valley in an hour's time because we never know what a day will bring forth. And as we step on into Matthew, in chapter 22, it says, And straightway condemned, and straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into the ship and to go before him onto the other side while he sent the multitude away. So where are they? They're at the Sea of Galilee. And whenever they're at the Sea of Galilee, Jesus talked to his disciples. So one minute there's a full multitude here, and the next minute Jesus is sending the multitude away. And there's this small bunch of men, and he told them, I want you to get into that ship 
and I want you to go on to the other side. And girls, you see that very first, that very first spoke to my soul. Because sometimes the fear does grip us. And sometimes our heart does go like that. But if you and I would just listen, us that are blood bought and us that are blood washed, if we would just listen to what God actually says to us. Because what God actually said to his disciples there, he said, verse 22, to get into a ship and go before him onto the other side. And if only they had to listen to the word of God. Later on that night, they had nothing to fear because they were never going to sink because the son of God had already told them that they were going to meet him on the other side. And girls, you see, whenever we get up in the morning and God ministers to our hearts, and you see, when I'm saying this to you, I'm definitely saying this to me first. Oh, that we would listen to what he says to us. Because why do we read our daily reading? Why do we read the word of God? Because he knows the way that we take. And he knows that when we're tried, we'll come forth as gold. But he also orders our steps. And when he orders our steps, how many times does he have the perfect word at the perfect time to help us through that day? And oh, that we would listen to what he says when he guides us. So they were at the Sea of Galilee, so they were. And it was a separation. And you see, just as God called Rebecca into that COVID ward, God didn't call everyone into that COVID ward, but God had a special plan for Rebecca's life. And God has a special plan for you, sister. And God has a special plan for me. And I'll meet people that you'll never meet. And you'll speak to people that I'll never speak to. And yet... We have to be willing to go, so we do. Are we willing to go? Those disciples had to be willing to take one foot and put one foot into the boat and then the other foot into the boat. Where he will lead me, I will go, for I have learned to trust him. So can I ask you a question? Don't answer it out loud. Has God asked you to do something and you haven't been willing to go? I know God's been speaking to me about doing something and as dragging my heels on it and yet his ways are perfect and there was a great separation here because you see God why everybody can be in this tent and everybody can be saved in this tent and I pray that we all are saved and yet if there's one that is not saved remember there is a heaven to gain and a hell to shun and today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your heart. But even though we're blood bought and we're blood washed, you and I girls have a choice to make. And will we be separated? Will we be prepared to go God's way? Will we get into the boat? Will we go to the other side? Or will we just be saved and stuck? If Rebecca never went into that covert ward, she never would have led David to the Lord. She never would have led his wife to the Lord. She never would have been used to comfort her sister Jennifer. She never would have got the treasures out of darkness. Girls, are you willing to go? Where he will lead me, I will go. For I have learned to trust him so. Verse 23. And when he had sent the multitude away. Do you notice here? He. He constrained them to go. He sent the multitude away. And when he, Jesus, had sent the multitudes away, what did he do? He went up into the mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. And girls, there has to be a time of isolation. There has to be a time where we meet Jesus. Do you know this sister called at my house last week and God sent her. 
And whenever he sent her, she ended up, she came back with this book for me, so she did. And have you ever did this? Have you ever went to the book and thought, I need direction. Please, God, show me what to do. Please, God, show me where to go. Please, God, show me this. Please, God. And what is it about? And you know what? I'm guilty. I am so... Do you ever do that? Do you ever do Yeah, yeah. You can show me. Allison, you did? Yeah. Show me, show me, talk to me. And so many times for me, it's all about me. It's all about me. And yet whenever I started to read this book, girls, you know how we're going to get through COVID? Do you know how we're going to get through death? Do you know how we're going to get through separation, isolation, persecution? Because when you and I open the book up, and when it stops being about Jeannie, and when I look for God in it, when I find God, when I find his character, and whenever you find his character, when you're looking at this, he told them to go to the other side. He was going to meet them there. And he gives us a beautiful example. Because if it was good enough for God the Son to be separated in isolation to pray to the Father, Oh, sisters, oh, that we would cry upon our God. Oh, that we would have a time of separation and isolation, praying to the God that answers prayer. And then in verse 20, or verse 24, and when, but the ship was now in the midst of the sea. And it wasn't out very far. Um, I read in one, in one wee commentary, it was about three mile, and another one it said about three and a half mile. It wasn't out very far, but what happened? It was tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And maybe that's the way you feel. Maybe your body's being tossed about. Maybe you're full of fear and full of anxiety. Maybe you don't know which way to turn. And here's these disciples, and when was it? It was in verse 25. It was in the fourth watch. Girls, have you ever heard that song, It is always darkest before the dawn? When was the fourth watch? It was between three o'clock and six o'clock in the morning. But do you see the thing about the fourth watch? You had to go through the first watch, and you had to go through the second, and you had to go through the third to get to the fourth watch. And girls, someone here needs to know, do not give up in this trial that you're in. Because it is always darkest before the dawn. And don't give up because you are on the brink of a miracle. And in the fourth watch, it brings us to verse 26. And it says, and when the disciples saw him, and what was he doing? One minute he's in isolation. But you see, I believe there's a wee verse in Exodus and it says, the Lord looked and I believe, although it doesn't say it here in Matthew, I believe the Lord looked. And whenever the Lord looked, I wonder what sight he saw. He looked at his disciples, his chosen ones, who had already given the word to I'll meet you over there. I'll meet you over there. Girls, one day I'm going to meet him over there. Are you going to meet him over there? Are you blood bought and blood washed? Are you ready for glory? So it doesn't matter where he takes us here, he's going to meet us over there. But I wonder when he watched and when he saw his disciples, what did he see? Did he see them rejoicing the way he saw them a short time ago when they were lifting the baskets of food up? Did he see them praising God? Did he see them trusting God? I wonder what he saw. Well, girls, I don't know what he saw, but no matter what he saw, 
He looked and he went because when thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And sisters, that fire, it will not burn you. That God will be with you every step of the way. And you see the very, very, there's a thing here is so worrying. In fact, it's so troubling. And it's found in verse 26. And it says, and when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, it is a spirit. And they cried out with fear. And you might say, well, Jeannie, how's that troubling? Well, they were troubled. No, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. Yes, they were troubled. Yes, they were afraid. But you know the thing that's troubling about this verse? Is here's God's chosen elect. Now, if you and me were in a storm and we're, we think we're going to die and we think we're going to perish, I don't believe there's not, there's not one person in here wouldn't cry out to God, God, help me. That's the first thing we'd do, isn't it? We'd be crying, oh, God, help me, God, help me, God, help me. And you see the troubling thing about this verse is, here is the very elect of God, the ones that walked with him, the ones that saw his miracles, the ones that stood and praised him, the ones that worshipped him, the ones that loved him. And whenever they saw their God come and walking in the water, they thought it was a ghost. And you know what that says, sisters? They didn't even believe that God was going to answer their prayer. They didn't believe that he was going to come to help. And perhaps that is someone here tonight. And maybe you and I am not criticizing or putting you down if this is the way you feel. But has the enemy told you he doesn't care? And has the enemy told you he doesn't hear? And has the enemy told you he's not coming to help? Well, sisters, God says he looked and he sees and his eye is upon the righteous and his ear is ever opened unto their cry. And the book says in Psalms, it says that when you cry, you are so precious. And I don't know how he does it, but the word says it. But he will not even allow one tear to fall to the ground because you are precious. And he bottles your tears. And you say, well, why has he allowed me to walk this path? And why has he allowed me to cry these tears? And why has he not come? Well, sister, is it the fourth watch? Is it the fourth watch? Or maybe it's the third but you can be sure at the appointed time, he will turn up for you. And his way, whatever that way is, his way is perfect. But can I also say this? If God has given you a word, and like Helen says, you might have to wait. Where is she anyway? Where are you, Helen? Helen, I'm the same as you, sister, so I am no good at waiting. And dear, help you if you're no good at waiting because God is going to teach you how to wait. And it's awful, so it is. But if he's give you a word, there's one thing. Faithful is he that promised. And what happened? God didn't condemn them. God the Son. In verse 27, even though he saw their fear, even though he saw how they weren't trusting him, but straight away Jesus spoke unto them and said, Be of good cheer, it is I be of good cheer, it is I. Jesus says tonight, Are you in the fourth watch? Be of good cheer, it is I. And we know the story. And what happened? 
Well, Peter wanted to bid me to come, and Jesus told him to come. And what did Peter do? He had to get out of the boat. And I can just imagine, I don't know what his heart was like, but I can just imagine, wow, he's out of the boat. And whenever you, the wind's all going about, and Peter starts to walk, and he has his eye on Jesus, and it, now he's a big beamer on his face, and he's, oh, I can hardly believe it, I'm walking in water. And then just like that, the enemy comes. And his eye shifts and he sees the waves and he sees the storm and just like that he goes down. But sisters, is that you? And you feel you're sinking. You've took your eye. I'm not saying that you're backslid. I'm not saying that you've lost your first love. When I say you've took your eye off the Holy One, have you took your eye off his word? Have you took your eye off his promises? Have you took your eye off his voice? And you're listening to the enemy when the, whenever the, the storm rages in your life. Well, if that is you, there's good news. Because what did Jesus do? Immediately, verse 31, and immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith. Wherefore didst thou doubt? Girls, you see when he caught him, will you let him catch you tonight? Will you let him catch in your pain? Will you let him catch in your doubt? Will you let him catch in your hurt? Will you let him catch you tonight? And you see when he caught him, he didn't let him go. Because if he had to let him go, he would have sank. Because dear knows where his head was at this stage or what he was looking at at this stage. And can you imagine the walk, the wind and the storm? Where he will lead me, I will go, for I have learned to trust him so. And the Son of God, God the Son, has got Peter by the hand. And he's not letting him go. And they're walking in unity together back to the boat. And when they get into the boat, what happens? All is well. Girls, will you take him by the hand and will you let him walk you, walk you through this life until the promised land? You know, I don't know where you are tonight, but there's many seasons. It says to you, everything, there is a season. And one minute, as I said, you can be in the mountain and the next time you're in the valley. And a number of years ago, I was in the valley, girls, it was a Monday night and there was one of my children and, I, well, things were, things were bad in our home. And he had taken his fist and he had punched the wall and we had went to Craig Avon Hospital so hard and we had stayed there for a number of hours. And girls, I'm just being honest with you. Whenever I got home that night, I was in my bed and I'm walking with God and I love God and I was raging. Because you see, in the early hours of the next mo- that morning, we had to get up because our other son had to go to the hospital in Belfast, to the Royal, and he was going to have a, an eye procedure done. And I remember the pity party, Janie, was laying in that bed, and I was not happy with my circumstances. Maybe that's where you are. Maybe you cannot understand why God has allowed you to walk this walk. And yet, girls, when we cannot trace his hand... And I know that's not an easy thing, but we must trust his heart. 
We went to the royal and uh, Arne got his procedure done. And then after that, we were to go to summer fire on the Friday, Arne and I. And I, Arne is my youngest boy. And I remember thinking and saying to Gordon, I can't go, I can't go. And I remember the words clearly that he said to me. He says, Jeannie, he said, Arne needs you too. And girls, we went to summer fire and there was a lady there and one of the mornings she was talking at a breakfast and you know if there's grub, I'm there. So, um, and I was sitting at the breakfast and a friend of mine, Melanie, was sitting beside me and this girl got up to testify. And whenever she got up to testify, I thought Melanie's mouth or her jaw was going to hit the floor. Melanie kept going like this to me because you thought it was me up testifying. And you see the whole time through the darkness that we were walking with my son... God kept saying to me, Jeannie, be still and know that I'm God. And what did that girl end with? Be still and know that I'm God. And then I went home to the wee place, or back to the wee place that we were staying. I opened the daily reading, and what did it say? It talked about the still, small voice. And then I looked at my phone, and, and what did it say? There was a girl had actually taken a photograph of a daily reading, and she had sent it to me. And it says, be still and know that I am God. And is there a sister here tonight and you need to hear that? God wants you to be still. God has you by the hand. Fear not, I will help you. He's holding your right hand if you're blood bought and blood washed and you're not going to sink no matter what the enemy tells you. And that night lying in bed, I was determined that I was going to hear the voice of God. And do you ever lie there and you're all still? Well, that was me lying and I'm right, God, speak to me. I want to hear the still, small voice. And as I was lying there, I remember, do you ever go as if you're going to go over to sleep and go like that, as if you've fallen? Well, that's the way I went. And one word came into my head and it was water. That's all, water. I got up the next morning and thought, well, that didn't work. And then went back. and this lady was speaking again and she got up and she started to speak and she started to tell about her husband and her husband was a pastor and she started to tell about how he was ill and she started to tell about all these uglies that had come into her heart oh why she was saved but you know what girls you thought she was in my bedroom listening to me on the Monday night complaining and at that time I always would have prayed Lord turn the tide See, the truth was God had given me promises and all I wanted was to get out of the situation. I just wanted it to end and I wanted it to end now. And yet God's ways are perfect. I was in the fourth watch, sisters, and I just wanted it to end. And God will help you through the fourth watch. And remember, it is always darkest before the dawn. And the girl turned a portion of scripture and guess what she started to talk about? Peter. And where was he? And what did he get out of? And whenever he got out of the boat, he got into the water. And how he started to sink. And I knew, girls, I'm walking with God, but I was sinking. Why? Because, you see, I was trying to sort things out my way. And I wasn't truly in my heart being still and knowing that he was God. The meeting ended and she's praying and I'm bawling my head off. And she stopped as she prayed and she says, I feel I would need to, God would want me to tell someone that he has turned this tide and that he has turned it immediately. Curls as though it was darkest before the dawn. Now God didn't turn the tide as in circumstances immediately. 
I can tell you that he has now, praise the Lord, but he hadn't then. But you know where he turned it? He turned it inwardly. And sisters, I'm not telling you that your problems are going to fade away tonight or tomorrow, because who, who am I to tell such a thing? But what I am telling you that the three times holy God that held Peter's hand and didn't let him sink will hold your hand too. And what I am saying is when we look for the character of God in this book and when we read about him and read about his beauty and read about his glory and read about how he faileth not. And whenever I stop depending on Jeannie and stop depending on how I'm going to sort things out and whenever I see God in every passage and how it's all about him and not about me, well then, girls, that gives us fresh hope. That gives us fresh hope. Because we are not trusting in flesh, but we are trusting in God. I'm going to end with this, girls. Sometimes we're on the mountain, and sometimes we're in the valley. And you know, whenever we're in the heat of the battle, I want you to imagine it's a lovely sunny day. And what do you do on a sunny day? Well, you might get a nice wee hat on. You maybe get your sunglasses on. And uh, if you have a daughter like mine who was complaining that I wasn't wearing suntan lotion, had to go out and buy some to keep her happy, so it did. Sometimes it would work, and then all times it wouldn't. But and maybe we get the suntan lotion on. And all we do, girls, whenever we're in the heat of the battle, we pray and we're texting our friend, will you pray for me? And we're going to the Word, and it's good to do these things. It's good to do these things. And we're really searching for God, and we're, we're talking to him, and we're walking with him. Just the way we protect ourselves in the heat of the sun, when we're in the heat of the battle, we run to our shield. And then, whenever the sun disappears behind the cloud, and it becomes a little bit more duller, maybe that day we'll not put the sunglasses on, and sure, we don't need the hat anymore, and sure, the sun cream doesn't need to be applied. And how true it is that whenever life is normal and whenever life is okay and the problems aren't knock, knock, knocking at the door and we're we're maybe starting to climb the mountain of happiness again. And what do we do? I'm sure we're too busy to go to the book that day. And we're too busy to look for the character of God. And we're maybe too busy to just pray and just to be still and to hear his small voice. And in those days, sister, now the church has been through a storm and we've prayed and God has answered prayer and we've sent WhatsApp messages and God has sought and God has answered and God has answered the words that he has and God has ministered. But whenever the calm comes, it doesn't mean that we stop praying because you see, whenever the cloud is out in the sky, It's actually when you see a cluster of white clouds and if they are big enough to close enough and close enough to provide what feels like a canopy of relief from the sun and the effects of the sunlight. When you think the sun is not working enough, conditions are cooler, less glaring, more comfortable. It is at such times whenever our skin gets seared whenever we get burnt and whenever we get damaged. It's like going to the beach on a cloudy day and you come back and you're all burnt. And God just wants to remind us, even if things start to calm down a little, 
And even if things start to get a little bit better, Kira's he wants intimacy with you and me. That's the only thing he wants. It's good to serve God, but he wants our hearts. He wants you and I to be still and know that he is God. He wants you and I to see the character and the beauty of the King of Kings. He wants us to know that this God that looked, and I am going to say, I feel like you're a husband. I'm going to end. I'm going to end. I'm definitely going to end now. But I am going to end. But you know what? I never saw this till last night. The fourth watch. The fourth watch is in, in um, what we're only after talking about. But there's another fourth watch. And there's another time whenever God came to deliver. And it's in Exodus 14, 24. And it said, And it came to pass in the morning watch, which is the fourth watch, the Lord looked. And what did he look? He looked as the children of Israel were crossing the Red Sea. He looked as the enemy was coming in behind them. And he looked through the pillar of cloud and fire. And what did he do? What did he do? I'll just read it. The Lord looked on to the host of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and of cloud and troubled the host of the Egyptians. The Lord looked and the Lord took his people's part and the Lord delivered. The Lord delivered. So he showed up in the Old Testament. He showed up in the New Testament And girls, he's here tonight, and the Lord's looking. And I don't know what your trial is, but the Lord looks, and the Lord sees. And oh, that we would fall in love with Jesus afresh, and be still, and know that he is God. Just in case there's one here, and you are not saved, know that today, if you shall hear your voice, Harden not your heart. Know that there is a heaven to gain. The riches of glory, seeing the Savior face to face. The one that saved me by his grace. Oh, what a day that will be. But know that there is a hell to shun. And if you are not saved, you'll be punished in a lost sinner's hell for all eternity. And today, if you shall hear his voice, harden not your heart. You see, the next time the enemy comes with those waves... He doesn't care. You remember, sister, the Lord looks and the Lord sees and the Lord delivers and the Lord helps. And it's always darkest before the dawn. And he will give you the treasures of darkness.